<laughs> just Jacob kidding. I have no such thing. Um, Sounds yeah. like a really strange monthly package that you receive. Oh, God, no. <laughs> they come uh, in like a, yeah. a body-shaped box. This is my subscription <laughs> box of a woman. That's awful. That is awful. Yeah. My God. Uh, what do you do when you're done with them? Oh, I, I, I send them back to the manufacturer. <laughs> I, get, I get a full <laughs> refund. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Welcome to Chicken and Dub Over the Soul, where two siblings talk about life as if they know what they're doing. My name is Terrence. And I'm Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Don Don. How was your week? Good. It's um, budget season. Oh, dang. Which I feel like is every season. I feel like I've said that in numerous episodes. I don't think so, actually. I, I just think this is the first time I'm hearing it, but also don't trust my memory on that. I don't. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. we're it's in budget season, so we're drafting... Budgets for each sport, and um, yeah, I don't. My eyeballs were very dry at the end of yesterday. I'm so sorry. The job's a dream job. It's a great job. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Can't I'm complain. having a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Truly, I'm not being sarcastic. Ah, uh, yes, because you have to add that in for legal reasons. Because I just realized how I sounded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For legal reasons, that was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I hate my life. No, uh, it's okay. That's uh, that's your problem, not mine. And personally, yeah, no, nothing exciting. Mm -hmm. Nothing exciting here. I'm just trying to think. Didn't we do something? No, Marcus's birthday is coming up. Oh, yeah. He's turning oldie old. Is it the big that number that that decade you think he's 40 i don't know he's you're f- so funny he's a few years older than i am right no i think he's only a year older than you no he's not it's like two years two years three years, two years older oh my god yeah, i yeah, think yeah. he's two years old. okay okay that's fair yeah i was about to say so like, he's old. He, he couldn't be that huge of a gap no it's yeah. not no okay. it's not um and no living a very exciting life over here how about you i, I don't have a good answer for this uh i wasn't prepared for this quiz yeah no like life is life is all right i'm in a very like meh kind of phase right now um if if i had to apply like a naval term to it it's it would be something like i'm in the doldrums um the this band of like latitude where there's not really an awful lot of wind for sailing ships to you know really like get some traction or you know get, get some get some motive force behind their ships to you are such a ross shut shut up anyway yeah so yeah in the doldrums i'm just kind of getting by um there's some projects at work that are keeping me busy which is nice and then uh man oh i uh, so every friday right i do see story fridays with my students oh yeah yeah and oh, which i it. love by the way oh yeah thanks yeah, last Friday I talked to them about like how we accidentally, how our how my last ship accidentally flooded a bunch of birthing spaces, like you know like living quarters on the yeah, ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because when we were in Singapore, the uh, the port services didn't replace one of the sewage trucks, right? Because we're supposed to dump all of our sewage into trucks in Singapore for some reason. Okay. Uh, well, actually, I do know the reason, but it's it's a long story, and we don't need to get into the details. But 
Yeah, they they failed to give us a brand new one, and so that truck on the pier filled up and backed up a lot of the showers, backed up a lot of the Gross. toilets, and you know it backs up enough because you know if the whole crew takes a shower at the same time, for example, right? That's just a lot of water going nowhere oh, no. except back and into the living spaces and into people's you know bunks. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a great time. So that was my story last week. I mean, and usually I put a I put a life story or a lessons learned kind of thing. Yeah, at the what end is of the it. lesson learned? There really this? wasn't one. It was just yeah, <laughs> this sucks. You know, you you can expect this. There's some degree of like you know, uh, screwiness. I was going to use another another word, but yeah, there, there's some degree of uh, you just can't control a lot of situations, and you know, disasters like this happen. But uh, yeah, it was cool. That gives and, a whole new meaning to dump truck. Yes. Well, yes. I guess so. <laughs> is that because Singapore's so clean? No, not necessarily. Or while well, the intentions to keep it clean. So, okay, so okay. I mean, if I had to get into it, they didn't have the facilities or the connections to, you know, for us to connect our sewage piping to. Oh. And so the the workaround is we'll just connect a massive hose to our sewage piping, you know, the outlet, you know, and then put it on a truck. And then the truck will take it away for us. Interesting. You know, fun fact, you know how the, um, what do you call it, the tallest building in the world, the Burj Khalifa, right? Okay. Yeah, that's how they take care of their sewage too. By a dump truck? Yeah. Multiple. Interesting. Dozens. It's not. They don't have their own sewage system. Weird. Proper sewage system connected to the rest of the city. Because you would think. You that's would think. the moment I'm having. You would think. But alas. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, so this past Friday, actually yesterday, my uh, RC story was, I'm sorry, my C story was my time in Thailand, my very first like major port visit with the Navy. Ah, it was a good time. You're smiling so big right I now. I know, because it was, it's still, it remains to this day my favorite port visit ever. Uh, and so I tell them, you know, I, I prime the audience by asking them, have you guys seen The Hangover? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, not not the first one because that was when that one was what in Vegas, right? That was in Vegas. That's yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, the second one is in Thailand, right? And so prime the audience that way, and then go to tell them my story. And it's a, uh, you know, it starts off very PG, very formal, very official because I was I was involved in a lot of like official Navy business, right? Like community relations events and whatnot. Um, but then we rapidly descend into the debauchery and the and the degenerate behavior and. You know, I can't tell them all the particulars, but think of the hangover and you get a semi-decent, <laughs> you know, approximation of the stuff we did. And what was the life lesson at the end of this story? Um, Yeah. Like, so in the military, when you go out to foreign places, foreign ports and whatever, right, uh, you're supposed to have what's called like a liberty buddy. And it's basically your, your friend or someone else from the ship who's going to keep you safe you keep each other safe right? mm-hmm. you hold each other accountable like oh hey man yeah we're getting way too drunk we should probably go back to the ship now said no sailor ever <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh so sorry funny. um oh man disclaimer like all say it like fa- say it like a oh the uh the the opinions expressed in this podcast reflect 
uh, entirely my own and do not reflect the, uh, you know, the views of the United States Navy or the Department of Defense. I'm going to make you a script. I should have one yeah, of those. So yeah, so you can say it just as fast as, you know, like the medical, oh, the yeah, medicine yeah, yeah, commercials. Yeah, 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 like at the end, right, where they're just like, you know, word after word, like hundreds yeah. of words per minute kind of pace. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. We need, I need a sign like that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one, the, our mission statement on the wall. And I'll frame it. And I'll put it right here. <laughs> no, put it right behind you. Oh, yeah, uh, in case I, you I ever just, need to say it. Yeah, I can just look over your shoulder and then just rattle it all <laughs> off. Like, oh. Yeah. Anyway, no, so I made some pretty good friends that day, I, mm-hmm. I suppose. Because, um, you know, like a lot of guys, I think, make or build and establish relationships in that sense where we are activity partners. We We adventure together. And then, you know, as a result of this shared common experience, we are now friends. Yay. Well, what was the life lesson? Oh, the life lesson. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, stay with your liberty buddy. Be be a good liberty buddy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. That was the whole lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted a good excuse to, like tell tell uh, tell the Thailand story. What are you going to do if you run out of sea stories? Oh, I have plenty. Okay. I I I don't plan on running out of them. Well, and you could recycle through since you have different kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every okay. semester like there is a pool of it's not even like so. There's 16 weeks in the year, but I have a pool much deeper than that. Okay. Yeah. So like, I'll I'll never run out. Okay. And you know, by the time I go back out to the fleet, I'm just gonna add even more. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry to segue into today's topic. Uh, it is about making friends as a grown up. Yay, rainbows! <laughs> oh man. Uh, and yeah, it's. From my perspective, at least, or from my own personal experience, it gets harder. Okay. After kindergarten. Okay, Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> no, it's not that soon. <laughs> After preschool. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, it does get harder over time. Like, you're more, uh, I guess, just for a little bit of background, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're a little bit more introverted than me. Oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot more, yeah. So I would imagine it's a little, it's a lot more difficult mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, and I mean, I'm an introvert living in an extrovert's world, mm-hmm. right? Like this entire like the pandemic, as terrible and as awful as it was, but you will see like memes of this everywhere, right? You know, where the caption might be something like the CDC recommends everybody stay indoors, that kind of thing, and then introverts or extroverts are all you know crying in a corner and suffering. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the introverts are, are celebrating. Right. Yeah. 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 That's you. That was me. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) yes, more video games. Meetings remotely. Yes. All about it. You know, classes remotely. Okay. I don't have to like awkwardly be in the same space with strangers. Yes. You're so funny. That was great. It was fantastic. But, um, Anyway, no, so making friends as an adult, it's, uh, it can be challenging in some, yeah. time, in some places. And today we're going to be exploring uh, that kind of phenomenon, and especially in this modern world, a little bit more. Yeah, I think like making friends and somebody who's a, like, a little bit, I'm going to say a little bit more social than you, not a, lot a whole lot. more. No, not these You're days. You're paid to be social. <laughs> I well, guess, yeah. yeah. Damn it, the hotel really ruins you. <laughs> I hate being social. Oh, I said no. that on Friday when I was working on budgets. I was like, God, I hate being a go-getter and ambitious and blah, blah. it really ruins you. Yeah. Yeah. So capitalism. Yeah, in, <laughs> in a way, yes, I was paid to be social. Um, now that I'm out of that world though, I that's where I say I'm a little bit more social than you because I don't like the spotlight anymore. So making oh. friends. Um 
I don't mind making friends. I don't, it's not that I avoid it, but if I don't have to, you know, mm-hmm. um, if I don't have to go to a social gathering, I won't. I think that goes back to what you're, maybe that's what uh, I'm going to connect it back to our episode where we look back on the last 10 years where you said I wasn't as colorful, I guess was the word you used and boisterous. Um, oh, me or you? You said that about me. Oh, but um, see, I don't even remember that. That was literally just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that ago. was only a couple weeks ago. You're a terrible person. <laughs> and you expect me to remember something from last I year? I expect you to remember something. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not like I just. I think if I can avoid it, I will. Oh, I know the context now. That's right. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. What are you talking about? All those sex tips from like a decade ago. And, yes. And stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Okay. Yeah. When I was in the hotel. In hospitality, I was paid to be social. I was paid to talk to people and all that. And yeah, okay, I guess it shaped my social skills. But now it's kind of like if I don't have to, now I'm just being lazy about it. Yeah, because you don't need to invest. I don't in energy need to anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like you've you've got your circle as you as you're wont to say, right? And yeah, you're good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. I don't need to add anybody mm-hmm. else. I will say though, it is. Um, um, it, I think it can be really difficult. I, and I do think it's important to make friends at work because mm-hmm. those are the people you see every day. Yeah, that's true. But I still find myself going through that high school stage where it's the first day of school and you're like sweaty because you have to make friends with people in every single period. And yeah, so that's definitely what I run into. And I still try and connect with people at work. Yeah. Which is hard because I work in athletics. And I don't really <laughs> can't really connect. I know you can be like, oh, how how you like them throwing the pigskin the other day? <laughs> I would never say that. I don't know, I'm just I, I don't know how to talk to football people. I don't know how to talk sports. I don't know how to. Yeah, you when you are surrounded by people that have very vastly different interests to you, you know, and you start to feel that degree of social isolation because of you know you just can't connect. Like you either have to find a way to to break into that scene or really dig for something else entirely. Yes, yeah, that's that's a lot of work, man. That's I a lot feel of like my brain is an overload, just kind of working until it's exhausted, so I can try and connect with these people. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It takes a lot of effort. Yeah, and I think, and like I said, I think it's important that you connect with your work, you know, your work family because you you see them every single day mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. i do find that that's really important but yeah making friends god i don't think i've made a friend i don't think i've made a friend outside of work in a very long time probably 10 years i'm trying to think too because like okay so this is something i had just uh i was reflecting upon the other day because of that that journal that i write in right the okay. um that you know some reflection every one one entry a day anyway yeah asks a random question like you know who are your friends or something to that effect you know or who no there you go that's the word who are you you know comfortable spending time with okay right and of course i put you know all the you know, three of you girls right then i list x number of friends and sure enough all these friends that follow your names are people from the military okay and they're all all people I've run into in the Navy, or mm-hmm. if not in the Navy, because I was in the Navy, I ran across them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they also happen to be in the Navy too. But you know, what I mean, like, but I ran across them is that you know I was at a bar, 
and instantly just connected with these random people who were also in the service and were just commiserating together over drinks. So then begs the question, when was the last time you made a friend outside of the military? Yes. Kindergarten? <laughs> uh, well, okay. So let's see. Um, there is... So, okay. Um, this is hard. It, it's been it's, a long time, right? It has been. And it's a lot of them have been... You know, it's... It's actually kind of crappy to to admit it, but you know, the, I'm friends with them now because I was initially like the only reason I reached out in the first place was I was very attracted to them. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe I could you know, I could ask him out on a date, kind of yeah. thing, right? Uh, and so, under that context, there was this girl from grad school, right? Uh, and we hang out a lot now. We're, we're good friends now, even though I've established that you know we're we're not going to date. Uh, we're, we're still, you know, getting together, like meeting up for drinks, get coffee or just, you know, shoot the shit in general. And she's actually really cool. Like, I'm, I'm glad we're still friends. Is she in the military world? Her dad was in the Navy. So okay. He, yeah. I say that doesn't count. No, I don't think so yeah. either. Like, I didn't know, uh, even before, uh, we start now, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know at all that her parents or her dad was in the Navy. And that was already after I've made the judgment that, you know, she's really cool. Okay. You know, so knowing that is a bonus. Knowing that is a bonus, not not a primary pull effect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then the second one was in like San Diego. And she was introduced to me by a friend who's in the military. Right. So this wasn't something I naturally stumbled mm-hmm. upon or naturally found. I still don't think that counts. So you're good. Well, okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's the last two I could organically think of and i still are in contact with today like i write i wrote the one in san diego a letter mm-hmm. right recently so hey there's that so we've established that you're the introvert introvert i'm the extrovert mm-hmm. and um all that aside um do you when you have initially started that conversation of getting to know each other do you still think it's hard to make friends or like how do you str- how's your struggle and I don't mean to say struggle but how is your struggle with m- finding that connection with whoever you're talking to wait what I'm sorry I like how do you like do you do you find it still a difficult um ch- do you still find it to be a challenge to find any connection like do you feel like your brain is overworking to try and find something to connect with this person oh, like me I guess um, ah, uh, I don't know how to how to properly phrase. It. Like, I went on a date the other uh, the other week with this uh with this lady I met, and you know, I'm, she she for all intents and purposes, like it seemed like we would be we would get along, we'd be a good match, and I I think we're fine. Like, we can be cordial and we can be very social, right? Like, we have very similar life experiences and whatnot, but um. In my mind, just the entire time, I have a, a sequence of criteria that I'm looking to check off, I guess. Okay. Uh, do we have, like, shared interests? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Do we find the same things exciting? Maybe, maybe not, right? Um, do you have uh, the same outlook towards adventure, I guess? Or, you know, where do you fall on that spectrum of going out slash staying in? Uh, how how closely aligned can that be? Yeah. You know, and so I guess in that sense, yeah, there's that's that's what I'm always actively thinking about when I'm meeting new people. Okay. And you know, on top of okay, what do I say next? What how do how do how do, how do I continue to carry this? Conversation? <laughs> I'm still sweating as I'm yeah. trying to figure out what yeah. to say next. Yeah, exactly. I'm so glad I have this beer in my hand or this glass of wine in my hand, so they I don't have to like, <laughs> you know, 
worry too much about that. But no, it's uh yeah, I, I I don't know. Sorry. I'm not 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 super good at that, I guess. Yeah. I think I think over the years since I left hospitality, I think it's gotten just it's really difficult. And I was talking to one of our sisters and um she was explaining um about how and she's kind of one who inspired this topic, but she was explaining how she watches her son, you know, interact with kids. And nice. I just think, man, that's like that's so nice for kids these days. Like they don't have to worry about um they they're just they just if they if it clicks, it clicks, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, can Zozo come out to play? And you know, if it works, it works. You mm-hmm. guys are into tag and you're into shooting each other with nerf guns and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna roll up to a bar with a nerf gun because that's also dangerous. And I mean, you can't possibly <laughs> mistake a nerf gun for a firearm. <laughs> It'd be a bright firearm. That would be cool, though. I mean, I think I've seen a few of those, like, uh, on social media where you know. Adults, grown ass people, just walk up to each other, hand the other person a Nerf gun, and then just start shooting. Or okay. I think the the precise example, I think, no, no, this is a uh, someone dressed up like a Jedi, you know, super long robes oh, with goodness. a cloak on, you know, throw somebody a lightsaber, a toy lightsaber, yeah, and then they turn that this Jedi turns theirs on, and then challenges this complete stranger to a duel. What? Yeah, and then, and then you know the guy. Well, in this video. uh you know, the person who got thrown the lightsaber actively participates, plays around. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's cool. Exactly. He passed the vibe check, as the kids might say these days. Oh, those kids. Ah, yeah. You got to stay in touch, Rachel. I know. Stay up, stay up to date, man. What's like the most up to date thing you've heard? There's so many. There's so many. <laughs> I, I ask you like you have like you like like you keep a mental file to stay up to no, date. It's just you just gotta know. You gotta absorb. <laughs> That's how you stay relevant and how you can connect with your you know. Well, I was gonna say your sailors, but you don't have sailors. <laughs> you know, especially your younger uh, your students. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, man. Sorry. I know. I don't know. I I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna be some big old boomer and. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't pass the vibe check? No, yeah, you are, yeah. I will never pass the vibe check. You Maybe are. that's why it's so hard to make friends. You, some might say you are not pushing P. I literally don't know what that that's means. That's good. I mean, no, that's not good. That's bad. Urban Dictionary, man. Uh, look it fine, up. I'll or, look it up just, afterwards. Or get an Instagram. That helps. Okay. <laughs> so dismissive. So here's a question, Sorry. another question for you. And I mean, I can't really answer this because I'm already married. No, oh, okay. But you said that you have sort of a mental criteria. I think of like you have this mental note card with a li- uh, bullet points and mm-hmm. all that. Do you have the same card for when you are looking for a significant other oh, versus to yeah. when you have a friend? Yeah, I or mean, when so you're just looking I, I think, for a friend. I think they're all they all share a common uh foundation. At least the the initial quote unquote checklist, right? Mm-hmm. It's all common if it's for a friendship or for a relationship, things of that nature. Because you know, like mm-hmm. your the relationship will grow out of something uh out of a proper connection or a more, yeah. you know, something more meaningful. Right. But you know, that all starts with being friends in the first place. And so why not have a common basis there? Yeah. Right. What I'm actually fascinated about is, is there kind of a a difference in like the gender experience? Like, do women have an easier time making and, you know, keeping or maintaining friendships versus men? Because like I've done, Mm. I've read a lot of articles um, about this and, you know, and 
something to the effect of that you know it's it's a lot more difficult for men, especially like married men, to maintain friendships over time. Interesting. And, uh, Why? I don't know. I mean, I do know, but I mean, <laughs> um, and no, I'm like, you're and, the one that read the article. Okay, it was the BBC, all right. Uh, <laughs> and so, in in many relationships, the the man often offloads the responsibility of maintaining social relations to the woman. So, you know, while the man may have his own, you know, internal circle of friends, like building new connections, right, will be the wife's job. Right. Okay. And, you know, for, for me at my age, you know, I don't have that. And so I suppose it's uh, a lot of the onus is on me to, you know, to, to keep building and maintaining my own new relations. But nonetheless, like, I, does that something, is that something that you see in your, uh, your own marriage? Yeah. So I'll answer. So you asked a couple of things that I want to touch Sorry. on. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're good. And I think what I want to touch on first is the marriage part of it and mm-hmm. the responsibility. Um, and I won't even say marriage, just a relationship, because I do agree with that. Um, unless, unless you do come across a guy who is very social and, you know, wants to be a good host, things like that. Yeah. For my own relationship, yes, I think that I have taken on the responsibility to be social. Um, one thing that jumps to mind is our bridal party. I mean, come on, I had six bridesmaids. Yeah. And we, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so aside from you, um, our mutual friend, and then his brother, like, holy hell, we had to find you know, two other people or somebody trying to figure it out. Oh, well, to, I guess we had, we I guess we had our nephew yeah. technically be a groomsman. Right, but, to fill out the groomsman side, yeah. Yeah, and at one point I joked with Marcus, I was like, you need new, you need more friends. Oh my God, <laughs> rude. But I do, I, in my own relationship, yeah, I think I do take on the social part of it. Um, and I, you know, of course I do the, hey, are you okay if we have friends over or can we throw a party? and things like that because yeah, does he do anything of that nature like does he invite friends over no or, there you go because yeah. what friends <laughs> oh. i don't mean to say it like that Sorry, no Marcus. i don't mean to say it like that but yeah and um i mean it, again back to the wedding like when we were putting together the guest list it was probably like 90 percent oh my, my God. side that's 10% a hell of a split him. Yeah, with friends. So obviously he That's dominated. That's still a crazy split. I know. So obviously with family, he dominated that because mm. his family's so large. But yeah. like we had a list of friends and I mean, it was like 90% mine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking too, like, actually, it's not even thinking right now, but I have a, I have a, a file for this. You know, my, my own personal wedding planner come uh, if that ever comes around uh, someday in the future but if slash when it happens you know who's my best man going to be who are the other groomsmen going to be and i can't i can't think past even three and that's okay i mean i know that sucks no i mean like well i i think nowadays you know you get married um some people don't even have um a bridal party Really? And that's just because, yeah, one of my friends, 
um, one of my friends got married without a bridal party. And that's, oh. I, I think the main reason. Just the bridegroom and that's it. No best man, no maid of honor. Wow. Yeah. And I, I think the reason, I don't know, but I think the reason is because in her case, the groom is very social and would have had this, would have oh. had the six bridesmaids on his yeah, side, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she, I think would have had two and right. it would have just been strange in her eyes, but mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's okay. That's fair. It helps keep costs down. It does. Yeah, it does. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but I, the other part that you brought up um, with is, I think you had said, correct me if I'm wrong, is you said, is it easier or difficult for females to maintain and make friends versus males? Again, I think it comes down to the gender, but um, I, I do want to point out that, of course, you know, girls are girls. Women are women, ladies are ladies. I think that a female has a longer note card filled with bullet points. Mm -hmm. And I think depending on the person, of course, if you don't meet all those bullet points or if you meet one bullet point, then you're like not enough or no, we're good. I think women are a little bit more vicious about it. Um. I think I am because, and the reason why I say that is because um, I'm I'm very good at cutting people out, um, not in a vicious way, but if it just I don't doesn't... know, that's what exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Rough man. Yeah, it, it's just if it doesn't if if they don't pass the vibe check, ah. you know, then that's kind of it. Or if they've done me wrong, then that's it. We're done. Good use. That is correctly applied. Thank you. Well I'm learning. Done. Can yeah. you teach me the other one later? No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, no. I will let you Google it or, you know, whatever. So you only have Facebook. Um, sure. It's probably on there somewhere. <laughs> You're funny. Yeah. But yeah. And men, I don't see. I don't know from from witnessing it. I mean, obviously, you see in a social setting, you see typically the females are very vocal and chit-chattery. And then you have the guys that are like, hey, man, did you watch them throw the pigskin around? (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, it's kicking this time. Or whatever. No, I'm just kidding. No, so like for guys, I think, I mean, speaking from my personal experience also, right? Like when it comes to meeting new, new, new guys to to hang out with or to, to make friends with, the one of the more common initial questions is, hey, do you do this activity that I also do? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you know, like after you've asked the, you know, what's your name? What do you work? What do you do? That kind of thing. Right. You know, the next follow up might be, you know, how's your golf game? Or, you know, do you play Call of Duty? Or do you? Uh, you have uh, these layers to break through. Not even, they're not even layers. These are the if one of the easiest on ramps for men to to connect. Right. Because again, activity partners, let's do this together. Let's share this experience together. And then through that, we will bond. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I don't know. And I don't want to like hypothesize too much here, but maybe it's something tied to that very instinctual, like, you know, caveman age, caveman era. Like, let's go hunting together, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you gotta add the bro at the end. <laughs> yeah. Or, I don't know. Uh, caveman name insert caveman name here <laughs> you know let's get that mastodon and feed the feed the village yes okay or feed, feed the tribe you know, <laughs> i don't know right uh whereas you know all the women generally did the gatherer thing you know in hunter-gatherer societies anyway i don't know uh but guys guys definitely lean a lot heavily into the let's do activity together or 
you know, if we can't do that together, then there's no room for us to connect. I also don't think that there's a lot of care on the guy's side. Like there isn't. Yeah, there really isn't. There really isn't. There is. There is that kind of major social stigma of men being emotional beings in the first place. Sure. Like, yeah. Okay, you meet this bullet point. You meet this bullet point, and you also have a heartbeat. Let's go do this. Yeah. Let's yeah, go hunt exactly. that vulture yeah. or, or whatever. You know, I don't know. But like, I don't know a saber tooth titan. No, no, those are awful. Let's go hunt gazelle. Anyway, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. You know, but as soon as men start talking about feelings and emotions, it's uh, that's an instant conversation, you know, turn off or like. But you unless know, you've already established a long friendship, yes, I've, but I, that's the catch, though. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you're right. Long you're right. friendship for for I think the on ramp for women in that case, it's it's a little. It comes a lot earlier, I think. Yeah, right? like you just open up and. That's that's natural, or I suppose it's it's more accepted. I don't I don't know how to phrase it, but it's something that's done more frequently with women than it is among men. Yeah, and yeah, like between me and Marcus, like we like I think the last time he and I had a uh, good, you know, a heart to heart, as not even a heart to heart conversation, but something beyond the the pigskin conversation, <laughs> is uh, when we drove down to Fredericksburg for the escape room. I think. Oh, that's right. And I was in another car. Yeah, it was he, me and him in the car. And we actually started talking about just, you know, things about life beyond video games. You know, like, you know, how's your relationship with Rachel? And of course, I didn't want to make it sound like I'm the nosy brother, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, then he asked me, oh, you know, how are you doing with, uh, you know, Chick the Month, whatever. Okay, anyways. Anyway, no, yeah. So that was the last time we had a real proper, like, you know... um meaningful i guess conversation yeah. beyond just yeah or 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 maybe there was that one night later later in the evening uh down in the kitchen area thing whatever it was you me and him talking about i don't know family and life in general and that was something more than just you know the events yeah. of the day right and but then again that that's rare so rare yeah i think it's like it's very rare these days that adults just make new friends, mm -hmm. not like kids. It I, and that's what I keep thinking about is it's like we just we as adults just don't make friends like yeah. kids do. And we also kind of to what you were I don't know if you were really alluding to it, but or actually you did you did mention it, but you said, you know, we're making um human connections probably with the intention of, you know, marrying them or finding your oh, significant yeah. other. Whereas yeah, well, these kids are like, they're so friends. sweet and innocent and they're just friends, just you know? Friends. Yeah. And, and it's, it's nice. It's yeah. not, we don't do that these There's days. There's no anymore. ulterior motive, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. making friends at work because uh, one, I, I not, I don't want to say that I have to, but cause like I said, I do believe in, in being friends with the people that you see, but you know, they say like your coworkers know your deepest, darkest secrets, <laughs> but you guys never go out uh, and you never hang out outside of work. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Which is, which I, and again, I'll say the last time I did that, because I have made a friend from work who I do hang out with outside of work. Mm -hmm. The last time I did that was back when I was in the hotel. Uh, yeah. It's, it's funny because like, okay, so kids don't necessarily have... Okay, so I'm sorry. What I'm getting at here is I think that the one of the major differences that when kids are making friends versus when adults are making friends is that adults are making a very complex time to benefit calculation. 
Mm-hmm. I think, right? Like when it comes to you know between work, home life, a social life, um, self care, whatever that is, right? You have to start prioritizing, you know, because you only have so many hours in the day. Whereas mm-hmm. kids don't have an awful lot to juggle. They have except, all the time in the world. Yeah, they have all the time in the world, so they can you know spend you know slash waste their time. However, the disclaimer is both of us have no kids. Just so, <laughs> but we we were kids at some I know. point. We were kids, and we can speak of that. Yeah. Right. But yeah, like if I as a grown up am juggling a job, I'm juggling um making podcasts. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or or all sorts of other things. Yeah. I have to start thinking to myself, like, should I even bother, like, reaching out to X, Y, and Z person? Or should I even bother, you know, um, going out to the bar when I know, or bars or club or whatever, when I know it's probably, you know, I'm just going to strike out because I am the way that I am. No, I get that. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I don't like to be social. Like, you know, there have been times where somebody asks me to hang out. I'm like, uh, I'm on my side. I'm like, I really don't want to because... I have other things I got to do. I have other things I need to juggle. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, despite all that, like, when in, when adults do make the decision, like, you know what, I need to do something about this, there, I, there are kind of ways to go about it. There, there's some pretty nice ways to go about it. Like, I there's the app called Meetup. Okay. Right? And I think that's kind of neat. I, I've tried it once. <laughs> uh, I've tried it once for, like, a, uh, uh, what do you call it? board game kind of group okay right and showed up and well not just board games but like magic the gathering also like yeah like nerdy games kind of stuff physical (laughs) physical nerdy (laughs) games and so yeah and showed up and it's i hate to like really hammer home the stereotype of you know basement dwelling nerds and neck beards and you know (laughs) Poor hygiene, but that's that's the kind of people that I ran into there. I'm like, okay, this is not what I was hoping for. Sure. I was hoping for like, you know, like regular. Not basement dwelling nerds with neck beards. Yeah. Because like, okay, so I, I when I grew up, like a lot of the, the guys I was hanging out with, yeah, we were all definitely self-proclaimed and very proud nerds, but we also had decent hygiene, right? We knew how to shave and shower. Mm-hmm. Right, we had you know halfway decent social skills, and we know how to make not make things weird. Mm-hmm. And you know the entire vibe I got that night um, was was just that. And before you know people or listeners start thinking I'm being super judgmental, I mean, actually, I don't even know how to defend myself in this case. But no, I, I don't think I don't think you're being I probably. And I say this probably because I don't. I mean, the stereotypes like it's hard to not. Um, Focus on that because you yeah. hear stereotype and then you automatically like you just judgment follows it anyways, right. no matter what. So don't think of it that way. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like you just run into somebody and they just don't yeah, they just uh, don't connect. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, <laughs> man. I'm I'm not feeling this. I mean, it's not like we had to, you know, force conversation each time. It's just we sit down and play the game. Like Yeah. And you know, depending on the people that you run into, maybe they're like they're there to win, they're there to you know compete and actually like triumph and dominate, whatever. Yeah, right. But for the most part, everybody was there for a good time, which is nice. So that helped counterbalance a lot of the initial apprehension. Yeah. Uh, this was all the way back in Berkeley, by the way. Like uh, when when I first got there, and okay. I was really like looking to to you know establish some connections. Okay. Uh, early on when we first finished moving in and I hadn't started school yet and I was like, oh yeah, you know what, let's see what's on Meetup. 
And then after well, that, that's cool. Yeah, I guess after that, I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? No, screw this. And <laughs> but then I found out I met all the other ROCC kids. Okay, and that was awesome. That was awesome. But you know, the friendships that were established there, they weren't ne- like organic friendships, right? They we all had ROTC in common, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of a, a common exercise, a common activity, a forced amount of interaction, and. You know, add a little alcohol to the mix and everything was great. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And definitely at least a few of them, uh, two or three of them, still definitely in touch with today. Um, I thought of a good question, uh, just kind of staying on the friend topic, but mm-hmm. how do you define a friend and then a close friend and a best friend and all the other adjectives added <sighs> one person can add to a friend? What do you, um like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's a little bit, I just feel like people who add like this is my close friend and then this is my oldest friend from high school and this is my oldest friend from college. I'm like, dude, yeah. how many friends you got? Like, yeah. like I just feel like you're being superficial about it. Like people who say I love you and just throw the words out. Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, do you have to make a distinction between like chronological, uh, like how long you've been a friend yeah. with somebody versus how good and how? Uh, uh, let's, let's let me back that up too, actually. So there's there's different scales. There's like how long you've been friends. Sure. How demonstrably good, like how willing how willing they are to go out of their way to to support you slash back you up slash give the last shirt on their back kind of thing. Okay. Right as a friend, and then how um how close I guess how how intimately you know one another. Okay. Kind of a friend they are right and. You know, you can definitely, some of these can overlap for sure, right? And, you know, one person who's super intimate intimate with you and familiar with who you are might not be the person who you will call first if you're, you know, stuck on the side of the road. Sure. Right? Yeah. And, you know, they might also just be someone you've just known, you know, a year, I guess. Yeah. Versus someone you've known since kindergarten. Like sure. Like the twins, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so on. No, just apply this to the twins, for example, in your case, right? They are... They are the yeah. longest, one of your longest lasting, not longest lasting. Um, <laughs> It's over! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the, the the friends you've had for a very stupidly long time, Yeah. right? Um, But then, you know, those other two metrics, I don't know where you are on that. Yeah. I don't know where they are I on think, that. And it's interesting. Think of it in that sense. It's interesting, and I appreciate you explaining the categories if you mm-hmm. will cuz now i just i feel like you've organized and put those overlapping like a huge complex venn diagram over my circle yeah. which is great and i yeah um i i'm not one of those people that are like this is my oldest friend from college that i from community college <laughs> <laughs> those those uh, people i think it like drives me crazy yeah. you know stop yeah. adding adjectives to your right. friend right stop stop like really trying to make him extra special i suppose yeah you know did you yeah. ever feel like um like you could only have one best friend and one best friend only and oh. if you said best friend to somebody else and then your actual best friend heard it i think so yeah it I was like did. dropping a nuke yeah, on your yeah. surrounding. Yeah, yeah. Like, I get me did. out of there. Yeah, uh, for the longest time, for the longest time in like high school and uh, through my early early years of college and like the first few years in the navy. Yeah, I definitely had one best friend. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, but alas, uh, then after that, it was like a dark period of not having one. I okay. guess, and just like not having friends really in general. Yeah, sad. 
Uh, maybe not, not, not. Maybe that's too extreme. But just yeah, not having something in that one prime top spot, right? Sure. Uh, and then going to Japan and meeting all the other new officers, and then like going through that really shitty phase of life together. Uh, yeah, I met Jeremy there. I, mean, I think Jeremy's an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely, the he's got the best friend spot right now. I think um, a friend is. There's obviously a million definitions, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to have a, a million of their own definitions. But I, I think one thing I've always thought about my circle is, um, if we can spend, I don't need you there all the time, and I don't mean like I don't mean it in that negative way, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we don't have to be together all the time to be friends. And I feel like if we can go on living our lives, and then the moment we come back together, we pick up where we left off. That's a true friend. Yeah. I think that is a definite true friend. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I appreciate you organizing my circle. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, uh, you know, apply it however you see fit, yes. I know. Now I'm thinking about that, like those huge Venn diagrams. Who who goes where? I can can draw this out for you on a chart, too, if you'd like. But who can stay in this one and who overlaps here? Exactly, yeah. Interesting. Oh, man. Ooh, this is fun. Let's When this episode is done, let's uh, draw this out. Let's map it out. Let's map this out. You you get a piece of paper, (laughs) I'll get a piece of paper. Yeah. And we have to ascribe names to each of these circles now, too. I know. You know, like, okay, so one is chronological. One is... um, Uh, reliability, I guess, maybe. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one, yeah. Ooh, that's a good Ooh, one. yeah. And then the other one, I don't know, what's the last one? Like how 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 intimate you are, right? Oh, intimacy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah intimacy. Okay, that, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Or Ooh. we could be really big about it and apply, like, let's do like seven Venn oh diagrams that overlap. That's a lot. Yeah, let's just be obnoxious with it. Okay, I'm going to start at three and then <laughs> I'll go from there. Yeah, I mean, I don't have an awful lot of dots to put on there anyway. I don't have too many. Uh, uh, but I think it'd be interesting to map out how many categories of friends that yeah. we could come up with. Yeah, that we could. So I think that that's. Wait, interesting. do you have one of those uh, compass things? The the thing that draws circles? No. Oh, okay, that sucks. Well, you have like cups. And... I'm not that big of a boomer. Oh, I'm just saying it's you know it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh Okay, well, uh, well, all that said, I'm actually like super excited to go make these circles now, so I'm going to have to cut this conversation short, and you can laugh. It's fine. You can laugh into the mic. You know, I appreciate it. But no, like, it's becoming, being an adult, and, you know, especially in our phase of life, in our, in our 30s, right, where we're really grinding, being, you know, um, what do you call it, consummate professionals, right? Where- wow, that made me feel a whole lot bigger. Thank you for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's what I'm here I for. I feel higher up. I get paid to build people up. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but I also I also get paid to tear them absolutely into pieces. And that's that's one of the more satisfying and there parts it of is. the job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just kidding. It's not satisfying. It's, it's, it has to be done. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, as we, as we get older and yeah, we become these consummate professionals and all these demands on time uh drag us in a billion different directions. Yeah, making friends is not the easiest thing to do. But, you know, I hope you guys take a little something out of this and start reflecting upon, you know, those kinds of priorities that we all have. You know, whether if you know, whether this conversation, you know, stimulates you into thinking about, oh, maybe I should reach out to, you know, this friend of chronological quality that needs a little more attention, or maybe this friend of, you know, questionable intimacy. 
needs to be cut off. I don't know. I mean, that's that's for you to decide. Or if you just want to give some random stranger a Nerf gun and see what happens. Yes, yes, yes. And send us a video. That'd be great. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Is it erect enough to your mouth? It is erect enough. It's like, yeah, it's... Mm, mm, just, oh, my mouth is too small. Not everyone ex- has their limits. Yeah, it's okay. It's not the only thing that's small. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>